And we're rolling. Welcome to Greetings from Insanity. And you got Brittany. And I've been known as Ashley for her entire life. I'm being mysterious this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it fits with I'm our be mysterious. Uh, uh, theme of the day, which is unsolved cases. Who? What? Where? When? We don't know. I was we know expecting some of those for why and how to come up, but sorry, it's fine. I'm you canceled. don't read my mind. I'm canceled. <laughs> Stop the podcast. We're done after twelve. We're quitting. Actually, eleven. This is twelve. <laughs> we'll only upload this portion. <laughs> <laughs> be like sorry we're done we can't canceled canceled ourselves we can't sorry we're over Um, (laughs) but yeah um thank you guys for your continued support and for continuing to keep up with us on a weekly basis it is awesome fantastic fantabulous all of the positive words out there yeah and i'm actually kind of really excited about this one at least for mine okay um, I have a two-parter. Yes, we'll say that now. This week and next week are going to be the same topic. Yeah, so sorry if you're looking forward to something different, but... Um, so I'd yeah. say a two-parter is something different. Yeah, but it'll be nice because I go second this episode and mm-hmm. then I'll go first next. So you there can you just go. go directly into yeah. like my case. Yeah, yeah. Which it is a um, a very long one. I'm, Mine's not too long. I'm apologizing now. Uh, some points, though, are pretty quick, so that might be why I feel like it's so long. There you go. Watch it not be long at all, and I could have <laughs> done one episode. So I'm new at this. I've never had to do a two-parter. I don't know what no. life is at this point. So no. my apologies if it is a shorter episode, because I stopped doing research once I hit three pages of notes. That's okay. We can. It can be shorter because you're doing a two-parter. Yeah. Especially after last week. Yeah. At least an maybe hour and maybe a half. they, they will, might welcome uh, be it. Be happy with that. They might welcome it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I'm not here to apologize for myself. Absolutely not. I will if I do something wrong. Okay. In this instance, I haven't done anything wrong. I do want to tell our like listener something. Okay. I got a ghost tattoo. Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, They're not matching ones though. I, We're well, missing out. We are going to get matching though. We are. We just but this is a Twilight podcast. This isn't a Twilight podcast. But we bring it up every episode. Stop asking. <laughs> We're not a Twilight podcast. Stop asking. <laughs> it's just part of our personalities at this point. No in life. one's asked. Not at all. We are probably asking us to stop. As I maybe when I was doing my notes earlier today, you know even, what? No I one was has watching told Twilight me to stop in yet. the background. No oh. one's told me to stop yet. So well, Brandon has asked he me count. to. <laughs> It's I'm getting a Twilight tattoo with my best friend. Of exactly. course I'm going to talk about Twilight. What I you, am so excited for it. What are you talking it? about? Um, Again, we're not a Twilight podcast. I'm so sorry that we're not. Yeah. If you want one, though, I'll Let plug it know. in. I'll plug it again, though. <laughs> if you want one that talks about the books, To My Chagrin is a great Twilight podcast that I listen to. Right. I need to um, Fantastic remind podcast. me oh. after this so I can follow them on Fantastic Spotify. podcast. Awesome. I don't anyway, make good choices. should we, uh, we should start. crack into it? Yeah. Awesome. Our topic today is unsolved. Unsolved mysteries. Does that, show that. Have, does that show have a theme? I don't know. A theme song? 
I I don't know. Burn it <laughs> if they do have one it needs to be that i agree i haven't watched that show in a long 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 time it's I probably been a little over a year for me one of those episodes i was like i should just turn on the show and pick an episode and do great show off of that great show and then i felt like i wouldn't have enough time sure because it is so like me to put shit off to the last minute sure like i I'm don't know surprised. you as any other person I'm surprised, like, I'm able to get shit done for this podcast. Yeah. Let's start. Mine is unsolved. Can you believe it? <laughs> Weird. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, so, mine is about Tara Calico. When you started with a T, I got nervous. Oh. <laughs> I told you mine wasn't in the same country as I yours, I know. Though. That's why I was like, did I just look up the wrong? <laughs> did I fuck up? Sorry. My heart mine's... sank immediately. No. Okay. Tell me about Tara. So the thing is, the name looks like it could be like Tara. Okay. And so like, I'm really going to keep myself from not saying that because all of like the like the announcers or like people saying her name kept on saying Tara. Okay. So I'm really gonna try to say that. If I hear you say Tara, I'll be like Tara. It's Tara. People were saying that. Um, Unless everyone was wrong. They very well could have been. Yeah. It was never a family member saying it that I heard. It was always like other like coverage of it. Yeah. So Tara was 19 years old at the time. Oh. I know. Um, she disappeared near her home in Belen, New Mexico. Okay, so states. Yes. So here Very different. in the states on September 20th in 1988. Um, so that morning around 9.30 a.m., Tara left to go on her daily bike ride along New Mexico State Road 47. Did Very you say official. morning bike ride? Yes. I just can't imagine doing like physical and I, activity daily, to be honest. I didn't write this down, but it said that like this route that she did was like 12 miles. You know, so like I have ridden a bike before, believe it or not. And I have ridden 12 miles absolutely not and it didn't take as long as i thought it would and i'm someone that's out of shape sure and so i was like wow like i can't like i can just imagine like how fast people can do that and like when <laughs> they do it all shape. the time yeah <laughs> so like but when i first heard of people like going that far i'm like that takes like a day doesn't do it do you want to know a fun fact about me yeah i don't know how to ride a bike excuse me i've never learned how to ride a bike I was a can scooter I, kid. Can I teach you this summer? I don't know. I'm afraid. I can get little... Now that I'm 20... Uh, training wheels. Yeah. Now that I'm 25, like, I feel like I'm past that time that I'm able to learn how to ride a bike. This is wild to me right now. I don't know how to... I don't know how. It's all in the balance. I don't have any. If Brandon can ride a bike, you can. I was a scooter kid. Yeah, so you Like, I had my scooter because I was like... All these kids around town are riding bikes. I can't ride a bike. So I learned how to scooter. How come you never learned? Did you never want to? Or your parents just didn't push for it? Or uh, my parents, they weren't really like pushy people. So as soon as, like I did it was as I was a kid and I had like training wheels. But then as soon as they're like, it's time to take the training wheels off. I was like, okay, I'm done. 
<laughs> if I can't have training wheels, I'm just done with this then. Anyways, Tara rode Sorry. a bike all the time. I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, the I say the road because like it's good to know what road okay. she was on. Um, so she rode that route almost every morning and was sometimes accompanied by her mother, Patty. Um, however, Patty stopped riding with her after an incident in which a car drove aggressively close to her and deliberately passing her multiple times and had made her insanely nervous and didn't really want to ride her bike as often with Tara as she was. That's fair. Which makes total sense. Yeah, that's fair. But that didn't, like... Yes, she was probably worried about her mom, but, like, that didn't fully scare Tara away from doing the same thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, like, I've seen... Um, like aerial footage, footage, like pictures, photos of this route that she took. It's yeah. just a road. There's no like bike path. No, it's just like a like a. It's like a shoulder. Oh, weird. And it's in New Mexico, so it's got like deserty things more off to the side, like you know whatever. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just like it's just a road. I love how you put that. Okay. Come, we all know. <laughs> I've seen High School Musical. Come on. Have you never been to New Mexico? Of course I haven't. I haven't. No. I haven't been to... I haven't been to that side of the United well, States. I guess... Oh. Um, <laughs> this incident with her mom did not... Did not Faze deter her. her from, like, writing that path herself. Yeah. Her mom did ask her and want her to think about carrying mace with her just to Smart. you know be safe yeah but tara did not want to do that for one way or another she just was like nah that's okay i'll be okay oh. um and on that morning of her disappearance she had told patty to come and get her if she was not back by noon because she had plans to play tennis with her boyfriend at 12 30 oh isn't that sweet what is tennis sweet. with the boyfriend um but Unfortunately, Tara did not return. Um, and then Patty went searching for her along that usual bike route, but couldn't find her. And then as soon as she couldn't, of course, she contacted the police. Makes to sense. To be like, hey, How I can't find my kid. 19. 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still living with mom and dad, which there's literally nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, she was living and it was, it was stepdad. Okay. So it's like Patty and her new husband. Okay. I think he had been in the picture for a bit. I don't really know how long, but it was a stepdad. Okay. Um, pieces of Tara's Walkman. Can you believe? 88. Can you believe? I actually had a Walkman. I did too. Uh, I just realized the other okay. day, what I call a Walkman is different than what other people have called them. What do you mean? Goop. Walkman's the one with the cassettes. Yeah, so my mom and dad told me a Walkman is what I had. I'm sorry that your parents lied to you. Let me see a photo. A photo. Jesus. It was just a portable CD player. I also had that, but that's not a Walkman. I also had one of those. Yeah. Mine was blue, and it said angel on it, and it Mine had wings. Mine was pink, and I bedazzled it course you did <laughs> i listened to the cheetah but girl yeah. soundtrack on that so my, many times like, i just always call it a walkman no walkman and is cassette right before like this was in december of literally 2022 oh when i found out i was wrong because 
Phoebe brought over their portable CD player. Mm-hmm. And I said, Brandon, when'd you get a Walkman? And he said, a what? And I was like, the Walkman. And he's just like, that's a portable CD player. I'm like, I know that, but they're called Walkmans. He's like, Brittany, no. No, no Walkman has cassettes. So it took me 25 years. Wow. 25 years to figure that one out. Jesus. Yeah, I'm here so we sorry are. for you. It's fine. I just, I felt like I needed to share that little story. <laughs> Of how stupid I am. That's okay. I told them that I can't ride a bike. We're doing fine. (laughs) We're doing fine. We're existing. We're successful adults. It's okay. We are doing it. Um, But pieces of Tara's Walkman and cassette tape were later discovered along that road. um, And Patty believed that she might have dropped them in an attempt to mark her trail. Oh, I know. Um, Several people saw Tara riding her bike but her bike has never been found. What? Her bike has never been found. It probably ended up like in a scrapyard. Probably. To be honest. Probably. Like, the person like working the scrapyard didn't realize it and never I'm connected sure they the get dots. bikes all the time. Yeah. Um, but no one witnessed her presumed abduction, although several witnesses of like they saw a light colored pickup truck. Possibly a 1953 Ford. Thought that was a fun little additive. Um, with a camper shell following closely behind her. So oh. they saw, like, this vehicle close behind her. I hate that. But no one, like, saw her, like, actually have anything happen to yeah, her. Yeah, I hate that. Um, so, of course, as a 19-year-old, the police first suspected that Tara ran away from home. Yeah, she's legally an adult. She's she legally can... adult. Yeah. I was thinking of the... God, this isn't a Twilight podcast, but when Bella says, like, I'm legally adult, I'm free to go as I please. <laughs> we keep on saying that we're not a Twilight <laughs> podcast, but are we? Do I need to rebrand that we are a Twilight true crime paranormal podcast? <laughs> It's just everything my life ties into Twilight in some way. Do we need to change the genre of this podcast? (laughs) So sorry. It was just the first thing that popped into my mind as soon as she said she was 19. Oh my god. Bella wasn't 19. She was 18, but she said I'm legally free to go as I please. Uh, She was a bitch. It's fine. Um, So they suspected that she was a runaway until... Until, until they well, they never found the bike. So in night in July of 1989, a Polaroid photo of an unidentified young woman and a boy that were gagged and seemingly bound was televised to the public after it was found in a convenience store parking lot. I almost covered this story. Yeah, I only read like a snippet of it, but I saw that picture. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the Polaroid was discovered in Port St. Joe, Florida. Um, it's slightly interesting because that Port St. Joe is nearly 1,500 miles from where Tara was, like, had disappeared. Holy shit. So it was so far away. Yeah. Um, so the woman who found the photo that was in the parking lot... Um, said that that was the parking space that a white windowless Toyota cargo van 
had been parked when she arrived at the store. Um, she said that the van was being driven by a man with a mustache who appeared to be in his late 30s. Um, police set up roadblocks to intercept the vehicle, but the man had never, still has never been identified as who what? it was. I mean, it's unsolved, so that makes sense. And, like, in the, like, the the van that they are describing, the van in the photo, like, in the Polaroid, matches perfectly <gasps> to the van that was Shut in up. the parking spot. Shut up. Like, the photo, like, it's very clearly, like, a van that doesn't have any windows in the back. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Um, and according to Polaroid officials, which, why don't I have that job? I love that. Why is that not me? It, it could up. be. It could be. Sign up. Um, but according to Polaroid officials, the picture had to have been taken after May of 1989. Holy because shit, they that, can figure that Because out. that particular film used in the photograph was not invi- uh, not available until then. Wow. So they can see, like, what specific that film so was used. Cool. And they can be like, it has to be after this because it wasn't released until this time. That's so I cool. I know, that's that's a sick-ass job. That is cool. Um, So the photo, it was broadcast on a show called A Current Affair in July of that same year. And Patty was contacted by friends who had seen the show and thought that the woman resembled Tara. So, like, it wasn't that, like, they were like, I found this photo. This looks like Tara. It was that it was put on a show being like, does anybody recognize these people in this photo? And people saw it and they were like, that looks like Tara. Imagine how heartbreaking. Oh. As soon as she was contacted by these friends being like, hey, we think this is her. Patty met with investigators to examine the Polaroid closely, like, herself. Yeah. To be like... Of course, I want to look at this. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and she believed that it was her daughter t- after taking, Shit. quote, time, growth, and a lack of makeup into, like, consideration. consideration. Wild. I have... Shit, did I not put it in here? I'm going to have to look it up. How much time has gone by? Uh, Like a year, a little over a year. Yeah, so it would be very easy to tell if it's your kid. I say yes, a little over a year. Uh, and oh yeah so she took into consideration time growth and a lack of makeup and she also noticed that a scar on the woman's leg in the photo was identical to the one that tara had oh shit a scar on a leg hey that's not something you can mess around with no in addition though um a paperback copy of vc andrews my sweet audrina i just finished that book recently was it good it is okay okay I read it because I heard so many things about how disturbing that book was. Yeah. Not that disturbing. Not even slightly. See, there were things about it that I'm like, this sucks. Like, this kid was, like, very, very much, like, mentally abused. Yeah. It's disturbing in that fact. But, like, I wasn't, there was nothing about the book. Like, I heard from people that they had to stop reading the book because they were so upset by it. And I just kept on reading because I'm like, what? So, there was a paperback (laughs) copy of My Sweet Audrina um, sitting next to the woman in the photo. And that was one of Tara's favorite books. Wow. The cool win. So, like, if it was coincidence, like, then that's crazy. She has the same scar on the leg. Looks very similar. Looks very similar. And the book. And the book. 
So yeah, that would be a wild coincidence if it was a coincidence. Exactly. Especially wild. because like even the mom was like, even Patty was like, yeah, this looks like my daughter. That is so nuts. Yeah. So Scotland Yard, look at them coming into the mix. <laughs> Scotland Yard analyzed the photo and concluded that the woman was Tara. Um, but a second analysis by the Los Alamos National Laboratory disagreed. Why? They said that it was not her. Why? Said it didn't look enough like her. People can change a lot in a year. Especially trauma. Have I, you seen I those photos? I was going to say, especially someone that is going through shit like you that. You seen that little, that, that, like, video of that, like, little boy, like, a photo of him before, and that he was lost in the woods for, like, five hours, and he aged about 20 fucking years. No. Um... <laughs> The second analysis said that that was not her. Um, but the FBI analysis... Said it was. ...was inconclusive. Oh. They're like, I don't know. That's just like Bitch, me looking I don't know. at the picture being like, oh. Being like, hmm, who knows? <laughs> God. It always bothers me when shit's inconclusive. I know. I'm like, it's yes or no, well, bro. Sometimes I mean, you like, don't have I, enough information. I understand that. But it still bothers me that people I agree. can't come to a conclusion. I agree. Hence, inconclusive. I agree. And I understand their jobs are very hard. Of course. And I could never do it. They see a lot of shit. And it just... It just feels like sometimes it's just like one little thing or if someone else happened to do the thing mm -hmm. that someone didn't think to do and it's just inconclusive, I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. There is a conclusion out there. It's just... There's gotta be. There... The wrong eyes are looking at the yeah. right time. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, sorry, that's my little rant. I agree it. though. Um, so relatives of a boy named Michael Henley, also that lived in New Mexico, who had disappeared in April of '88, wow, saw the episode and said that they believed that the boy in the photo was Michael. Wow. So this other little boy from New Mexico that was missing. They're like, yeah, that boy in the photo is Michael. Um, Henley's mother said that he that she was almost certain that it was Michael in the photo. Um, the identification of the boy in the photograph is considered highly unlikely because it ended up that his remains were found in June of 1990. So that was not him in the photo. But if it was in... But... but the reason that it was definitely not him in the photo huh. is because his were, his remains were found in the Zuni Mountains, which was about seven miles away from his family's campsite from which he had disappeared. Oh. So he wasn't taken. He just got lost. He got lost. That's sad. But, and it was 75 miles from where Tara disappeared. That's really sad. But they were convinced that it was him because they didn't find him for, like, years. And so they're that like, he was definitely taken. Um, but please sense. believe that Henley had wandered off while camping and subsequently died of his ex of exposure. Yeah. That checks. So there for a little bit, they're like, that boy in the Polaroid. We know it's Michael Henley. But then they found his remains. And so they're like, okay, we don't know who this boy is in the photo. And then it's just another family that's Cause not, only, not sure like, where their child exactly. is. Exactly. Well, they ended up... The boy in the photo, yes. Michael, yeah. they got their answers. I was talking of, about the boy in the but photo. But yeah, like, 
I mean, because you also need to take into consideration this photo that they found, it's not just possibly Tara in the photo. There's another little boy in that photo that they don't know who it is. And no one is like... And who knows? Because it, it could be someone from another country even. I say, like, nobody knows who this boy is. That's so sad. It's not just her. It's another little boy. Yeah, that's incredibly heartbreaking. Um, but two other Polaroid photos, possibly of Tara, had surfaced over the years. Um, the first one was found near a construction site in Montecito, California. Yeah. Um, and it's a blurry photo of a girl's face with tape covering her mouth and lightly blue striped fabric behind her, similar to the one in the pillow of the original Polaroid. That's it's the exact nuts. same fabric. I hate that. Um, and it was taken on the film that was not available until June of 89, so it very well could have been the exact same film. Man. I can pull up these Polaroids, too. I would like to see them. I will. I've only seen the one of her and the, with boy. the boy. I will. Um, the second shows a woman loosely bound in gauze, her eyes covered with even more gauze, and large frame large black framed glasses with a male passenger beside her on an Amtrak train. Um, the film was not available until February of 1990 for that one. Why are they taking so many fucking pictures and leaving them places? I don't know. Unless they're getting like hard off they're of that copy. or something. The first one, the first Polaroid was found in Florida. Yeah. The second one that was the exact same like fabric yeah. was in California. Where was the third? It doesn't say. Okay. It just said that it was found. So they are hitting both coasts. But, okay, so Patty's mother believes strongly that that first photo that I mentioned, the one that it's just like a blurry close-up of a woman's face, she absolutely believes that that one is Tara because it's the same and like it looks just like her. It was only a year after. But she doesn't think that the one on the Amtrak is her. And I do agree. Looking at it, it doesn't look anything like her. So it's just another... It's just another lady. Another mystery lady that was possibly taken. Yeah, unless it's like a kink thing where they're just taking pictures. That's why I say possibly taken. Because it could have been something like fully that she wanted. In 1998, Tara was declared officially dead. How long do they have to wait before they... Probably a long time with no leads. Yeah, I feel like it has to be, like, at least 10 years. This was 10 years. Okay, ten... so... Yeah, 10 years after she like disappeared. at least 10 years before, like, legally dead with literally nothing. I say, like, they have nothing, and it's been 10 years. Is there still nothing today? Um, she... So, um, after she was declared officially dead, a jewel... A jewel... Jesus. I don't even jewel. I don't even jewel. Why is that in my head? (laughs) A judge ruled... (laughs) It's hard to say. A judge ruled her death as a homicide. Really? So not even was she declared legally dead. She was declared dead by homicide. That's a little weird for them to... I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, but like legally speaking... Yeah. From that standpoint. They ruled it as a homicide. Because they're... Because she could have just, like, literally, like, up-skedaddled, started a new life. Very well could have. But there's also the chance that 
these pictures are her and it does look insanely a lot like her was taken yeah and you know like what if she was still alive at that point and just with her captors right and like if they like were to find out like if it was like in the news about her being legally declared dead of course they would have like they would have because this is a missing person that like she was on a current affair like yeah people cared but then the captors could have been like having her like watch that news being like look they gave up looking for you i can't even imagine that like imagine the heartbreak i've been missing for 10 years and like if she was still alive at this point seeing on tv that people were like no she's dead we can't do anything heartbreaking i can't even imagine it heartbreaking bro um but in 2008 the sheriff of valencia county which is where this took place like the original disappearance took place in valencia county um they the sheriff reported that he received information that two teenagers had accidentally hit taro with a truck panicked and ended up killing her um according to the sheriff because they panicked because they panicked and they hit her. Oh, I thought they hit her and then... Like, and they then killed her. Well, they hit her and then panicked that she was hit and injured and uh-huh. so killed her so she didn't say anything. So I didn't understand that correctly. You did. There was a what reason that I put it in fuck? that order. Um, and the, according to the sheriff, the boys who knew Tara drove up behind her in a truck and some form of accident followed. Um, and they say that Tara Tara later died and those responsible covered up the crime. That's fucked. The thing about that, though, is that the sheriff said that he knew the names of the people involved. Yeah. But without a body, he couldn't do anything to make a case. That's nuts. That's dumb. Yeah. And not true. Can't be. Um, he did not release a single shred of evidence that led him to this conclusion. What? Like, so he's saying that he knows exactly what happened to Tara, but he's not saying anything about how he knows. What? Well, or what dumb. shows him that he knows what's happened. Why not just come out with it? Um, so t- Tara's stepfather was pissed when this information was said because that he's like, sense. if he knows all of this information, that he knows or he tells himself that in his heart he knows exactly what happened to her mm-hmm. and he knows everything that happened and the people involved and that he could make a case if he had a body. But since he doesn't have the body, He's just leaving it he be. just can't do anything. Yeah, that's It's stupid and dumb. dumb. As fuck. And I can't, I don't think that's true. I think he might just be like talking the talk. I say, he's like he won't release anything that shows why on earth he came to that conclusion and why can't he release anything except so he doesn't get the boys in trouble since he doesn't have evidence like but he claims that he has evidence if there's evidence bring it out but he says that he can't because there's no body that's not how this works that's not how any of it works I'm not saying I'm a detective, but... uh, But it's not how that works. It's really not. (laughs) Um, And so he said that if they were not going to make any arrests or tell anybody why he believes that that's what happened, then he shouldn't have said anything at all. Which I fully agree with. Yeah, he is... If he... If he has any evidence, 
even now, like, it's, if the detective's still alive, it's not too late. He could say the evidence and just not tell us the people that he says that he knows who it is. Exactly. Like, just be like, oh, victim, or victim, um, Tara. On sub one and on sub two, like, they did this, blah, 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 like... And once they, he got, like, harder evidence against them, then He claims in. that he has all the evidence that he needs to know exactly what happened. He just doesn't have the body. Okay, but if there's evidence... So it's not that he just... has, like, a little bit of evidence. He says he knows exactly what happened, and he has the evidence to back this up. And where's the body? But he doesn't have the body. If he knows exactly what happened to her... Exactly. This why. That's why this makes no sense. Not a... Makes no amount of sense. Nothing. Um, and in, in October of 2013, a six-person task force was established to reinvestigate Tara's disappearance. Good. As of 2017, no arrests have been made, and the case does remain open. Of course. But. But. In September of 2021, the Valencia County Sheriff's Office and the New Mexico State Police issued a statement that they have a new lead in the case <gasps> and that the focus of a sealed warrant for an unknown private residence located within the area has been issued. That's um, very but recent. No further information has been provided. I like mean, I searched high and low everywhere. Nothing is nothing else has been released since twenty twenty one. Well, maybe something new will come out this year. I say, like it's twenty twenty one, they're like, we have a new lead, we're going into this private residence. Yeah. Let's hope that we come up with something. No kidding. Well, I hope they release something about it. I hope so. Um, The FBI are still offering a reward of $20,000 for precise details leading to the identification or location of Tara and information leading to an arrest and conviction of those responsible for her disappearance. You know, I wish I was, like, a PI or something. Me too. So that way I could, like figure it out and then also get $20,000. They need precise information. Well, that's why I would like figure it out. And her family would be able to fucking rest. Well, Patty passed away in 2006. Oh, that's sad. And according to John, quote, Patty was looking for Tara right to the end. End quote. That is so fucking sad. And that is my shorter story of Tara Calico, the still unsolved missing case. All right. Part two. Well, part two of a part one. That's very true. (laughs) All right. So my unsolved case is the Tamam Shud case or Shud, Shud, Tamam Shud case, a.k.a. Summerton Man. (gasps) Oh! Summerton Man. Yep. Tamon. So, I think Tamon it's Shud. Shud or Shud. I think it's Shud. I looked it up earlier today, but that was like 14 hours I'm ago. I'm pretty sure it's Shud. Yeah, so I uh, just talk about him as his body. Sure. I don't really have a name for him because they don't have a name for him. Discovery of the body. The Summerton Man. Yes, so it's morning of December 1st, 1948 on Somerton Beach in Jeez. Australia. I did not realize it was that long ago. Yeah, that's why it's a two-part episode. Jesus Christ. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, it was at 6.30 a.m. and he was just found in the beach, or the sand of the beach. 
Wow. Uh, he was laying with his head back, resting against the seawall, legs extended out, and feet crossed. Uh, it was believed he passed away while sleeping. That sounds comfy. Yeah, at least, like... Sounds like a comfy position. Yeah, but, like, while breathing is involved. Sure. For me personally. Sure. <laughs> sounds comfy, though. Yeah, and then he also had an unlit cigarette on the collar of his coat. Jeez, okay. And his body was found with no labels on his clothes, which for this time period was weird. Oh. Yeah. They just, like, didn't want to Like, they labeled a lot of clothes. And Mm. uh, because it was, like, during a wartime. Sure. So. A wartime. I don't know which war. (laughs) History is not my, uh... World War II was done by then. It was... Well, this is also Australia, so I don't know what wars they had going on. Sure. But, um, yeah. So then we have... What did we... What did he even have on his body? On his person? So, in his pocket, it was discovered to be an unused rail ticket from Adelaide to Henley Beach. Um, a bus ticket from the city, which may not have been used either, but they couldn't tell. Sure. A narrow aluminum comb from the USA, and they it, it was, like, manufactured in the United States. Oh, I was going to say, why? Yeah, manufactured here, because they were trying to find out more about this person. Like, of where course. he's traveled, where he's been. Um, Some juicy fruit gum, like half a packet. Juicy fruit in, the f- in 48? Yep. I didn't know that was that old. I didn't either. Oh, juicy fruit. Um, an army club cigarette packet, which contained a different brand of cigarettes called Kensitas. Weird. Which I believe I'm saying it right. My computer thinks it's just spelled incorrectly. Uh. And then some matches. Sure. So there's a few witnesses that we talk about. So evening of November 30th. So this is a few days before he's discovered. Okay. A couple said around 7 p.m. they saw him laying in the same spot, move his right arm, like, extended it, and then dropped it to the, like, limply down to the ground. Strange. Um, Another couple said they saw him for about half an hour, 7.30 to, like, 8 o'clock that night. Um, The street lights had just come on, and they didn't see him move at all, but they thought he was drunk or sleeping because he wasn't reacting to the mosquitoes. So they didn't, like, investigate it further. I also wouldn't, just, like, a strange man on a beach. I wouldn't wouldn't go too close. he was dead or anything. I would just be like, oh, taking this news. I'd be like, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to stay away. Yeah. Like, I'll be okay over here. Um, And then one of the witnesses told police that she saw a man looking down at the sleeping man from on top of the steps, like, above where there was, like, a bench. Sure, probably being like, hey, dude, what's going on? And then we fast forward to 1959, real quick. 10 years? About 10 11. years. Yeah. yeah this is 11. 48, you 48. said? 48. So yeah, 10 years, or 11. 11 years. 11 years later. So like I said, history isn't a strong suit, neither math. is math. Or English. I, could, I say I could list a thing. <laughs> I could list a few things that I'm not very good at. Um, But another witness came forward at this time. At 50... Come on. You had 11 years. Yeah. Um, him and three others, and they didn't name this person. Sure. He had, like, a 
fake name, so I just sure. write it down. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, had seen a well-dressed man carrying another man on his shoulders along the beach the night before the body was found. Mm. Yeah. So now we have the body. Okay. So it was of a, quote, Britisher appearance. The hell does that mean? I will get more into it, but it's because he didn't look Australian. What does an Australian person look like? I think it's because... The Hemsworth he had, brothers? I think it's because of the color of his hair and, like, things they found on him. Okay. Um, I don't understand what any of that means. But, yeah, so... Quote is British, British appearance. Come on. About 40 to 45 years old and top physical condition. Sure. Good for him. 5 foot 11 inches, gray eyes, fair to ginger colored hair, and it was slightly gray to, like at the edges. So that's why they thought it was like 40 to 45. Um, Red hair and they didn't just immediately say Irish? That I think that's why they said Britisher. Sure. <laughs> Not sure. British, but Britisher. Sure. Like, not Australian. They couldn't have just said Irish. <laughs> um, broad shoulders, narrow waist, hands and nails showed no sign of any manual labor. Hey, he sounds like good. He sounds like a good guy. Yeah, and the estimated time of death was around 2 a.m. on December 1st. Uh, he had no foreign substances in his body. And sure. the pathologist, Dr. I should have looked up how to say his name. It's D W Y E R. So, die. The W is throwing me right now because I want to say Dyer, but I think it's like Dwyer. Sure. Dr. I would say Dwyer, Dwyer concluded, and this is a quote I'm quite convinced the death could not have been natural. The poison I suggested was a barbiturate, barbiturate or soluble. Wow, words are hard <laughs> for me this late at night. Soluble hypnotic and i looked up what a barbitrate is thank god i was hoping that i wasn't the only one that didn't know what that meant <laughs> yeah because i was like oh what do you oh uh-huh uh-huh because it didn't say like you know like cyanide or something sure no. so i was like a oh, what something common yeah like i know like basic poisons but sure same <laughs> i could look at a poison and be like yeah 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 if i looked at that i would have been like Maybe I can put it in my coffee. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm not you that won't want to do that. I say I'm not that dumb. So it's a class of depressant drugs that are derived from bar- barbituric acid and have a physical and psychological addiction potential as well as overdose potential. Oh. And it's used in some like it's if it's used correctly, it can be used in like medical situations. Sure. But As a lot of poisons can. Exactly. There you go. Mandy. <laughs> I've said exactly a lot this episode. <laughs> and like every time I say it, I'm like, I just got to shout it out once. Um, he had e- So they like figured out from like the autopsy. Sure. That he had eaten a p- pasty or pasty. I don't know how to pronounce that. I think they say pasty. Okay. I, I was going to say pasty. I'm pretty sure they say pasty. Okay, so he had eaten a pasty three to four hours before death, but it was not believed to be the source of the poison. Sure. Um, couldn't reach a conclusion on the identity, cause of death, or whether the man was uh, even seen by the witnesses that was l- the one that was alive still. 
if it was the same man that was found dead because no one went up to look at his face right again why would you yeah if i just saw a guy on a beach i wouldn't i wouldn't want to go up and see i mean again like you and i have said this before that like we have different yeah plus it's a totally inklings different time period too different time period different country like yeah so who knows like Maybe they're just used to people, like, passing out on beaches. Maybe. I don't know. I've never been to Australia. Me either. But I know, like, everything in Australia tries to kill you. Everything. So, like... People. Animals. Insects. Yeah. All everything tries to kill all you. All of it. So then, uh... There's a discovery of a suitcase. <gasps> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um... January 14th, 1949, so, like, the next month. Sure. Uh, staff at the Adelaide Railway Station discovered a brown suitcase with the label... Wow. Label removed. With your label. With your label removed. With your label removed. <laughs> yeah, so the label was removed. Just um, like his clothes. Yep. And it was checked into the station cloakroom, which I love they call it a cloakroom. I love that. On November 30th, 1948, after 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. So, that would have been the same day that people saw someone yeah. on the beach. Um, it's believed the man on the beach is the owner of the suitcase. Yeah. Um, so, some of the stuff that was in the suitcase. I wasn't going to write everything down, but some things are very interesting. Okay. And I didn't want to, like, leave certain things out because... Who knows for the part two what's going to be like. Right. Oh, that. Right. So there was a red checked dressing gown, size seven red felt pair of slippers, four pairs of underwear, pajamas, shaving items, a light brown pair of trousers with sand in the cuffs. Pretty normal stuff. An electrician screwdriver. Weirder. A table knife cut down into a short, sharp instrument even weirder (laughs) um a small square of zinc thought to have been the sheath for the sharp objects weird yeah that's why that's why i added everything else because i want to just jump to the weird that's weird a stenciling brush what's that um it's used on like cargo to like put imprints on like things from back in the day okay like merchant ships weird i believe it was merchant ships strange um also there was a thread card of barbor or brand orange wax thread not available in australia by the way and it was the same as used to repair the lining in the pocket of the pants of the dead man that he was found wearing yep did it say where it was like since it wasn't australian like where can you get it it just said not in australia come on yeah and i didn't really dig further into sure. that sure um, i was just curious that's a good question should have thought about it i was just didn't just think curious. about it <laughs> if they had like an idea of where it was from to like know where he possibly could have been from yeah so they other than just saying he british-ish was, he they assumed he was english speaking because of the okay. items they like everything sure um so identification marks were removed from those clothes also oh okay but um it was also very common also to because 
of like this time period also a lot of people like clothes were a lot of hand-me-downs or like second shop items so a lot of people would just remove previous owners names sure so they weren't sure if like that was the case right or if someone to like not show who it was yeah so both make perfect sense to me exactly and but there's a thing the police found a name on a tie a laundry bag and a singlet which when i read singlet I like the wrestling, wrestling. thing <laughs> Like that creepy wrestling thing? So I had to look up... What it means in Australia? Yeah, it's an undershirt. Like one of those shirts you put underneath, like... Like a wife beater? No, it was, like, the picture it had on the wiki was just, like, a plain V-neck. But it's, like... Weird. Probably what we would assume is, like... It's like an undershirt. Yeah, or, like, you know how some, like, people were, like, plain white t-shirts underneath, like, white dress shirts. Sure. You know, that type of undershirt. Okay. Um, they all had T.Keen, and it's spelled K-E-A-N-E. Another one had Keen. Sorry, honey. Do you want to try that one more time? Keen. K-E-A-N-E. T-Keen. Are you trying to say the letter K? What did I say? Key? You kept on saying K-E-E. <laughs> Because that's why I'm like, do you want to try one more time? Because the last time I checked, there wasn't a letter key anywhere. And you you said it twice? Because that's why I'm like, wait. I'm really happy you're paying attention to me. Because I'm like, wait, what? Okay, let's just cut that. I thought that I fucking missed something. It's like almost midnight like right literally now. you said it twice of like <laughs> it was spelled key e-y <laughs> i thought i was fucking missing something <laughs> take that one more time okay try that okay, one more time gonna... honey so they all had t keen k-e-a-n-e <laughs> there we go and then the next one was k-e-a-n-e and then one of them was just K-E-A-N. So there was, like, no E on it. Okay. Um, but they, like, tried to search. Um, sure. You know, for missing persons. Right. Of a T-Keen um, from any English-speaking country and not a... Weird. So they weren't sure if, like, the person that was, like, removing things didn't think about, like, a tie this undershirt or the laundry bag having names on it or if they were purposely left there it very well could have been especially like if it was the name of if those things were second hand and then that would be other things and then it would just throw them off the trail exactly especially if they were only searching for missing people Mm -hmm. if that was the original owner and he very much was not missing yep yeah then it's absolutely that's why like both of these things make total sense to me isn't that nuts yeah. So if I was a cop looking th- looking at this stuff, I'd be like, you're kidding me. Yeah. Um, this could be anything. Well, especially like back in like the 40s. They don't have Google. There's just so much of like technology they're missing. Absolutely. You know, like fingerprint stuff. I don't know when that 
came into like, I think like the 80s or 90s yeah so like there's just so much of technology that they're missing to solve cases like this especially because this is a different country like maybe Australia mm-hmm. got it before or after us like yeah I'm but not like in the states like fingerprints were like familiar. 80s or 90s or something yeah, I'm not like familiar that. with like Australia's history and technology with police investigations I'm sure stuff. that they're pretty similar enough to us in That's terms of technology um in terms so of technology then, yeah yeah everything else that vastly different country mm-hmm. very different so then uh inquest happened do you know what an inquest is no yeah i haven't heard of this either it sounds slightly familiar but nothing that i would know of so i looked it up because i was like what's an inquest um it's a jujitsu Words are just going to be hard for me tonight. It's late. <laughs> My brain is shutting late. down right now. <laughs> we are not used to recording this late. <laughs> no, but Brittany had to work. Um, and the technology issues that we had to wait for Drake to come home. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. We're fine. You're just going to have to struggle with me here. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to catch me when I'm trying to say keys <laughs> a fucking letter. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Twice you said it. You said it twice. Okay, so an inquest. Yes. It's a judicial inquiry in common law jurisdictions conducted by a judge, jury, or government official, and it's usually conducted only when deaths are sudden or unexplained. Okay, yeah. I've I've heard that phrase before that I knew it was like a legal thing, but I couldn't tell you a Mm -hmm. definition of it. Yeah, so then... It was commenced a few days following the discovery of the body. Sure. But it wasn't adjourned until June 17th, 1949. Oh. Months yeah. later. Um, it was brought up that the man had incredibly clean shoes, which would point towards being dumped on the beach after death. Yeah, not walking. Yeah, especially like, for a man death. that was, you know, wandering the city. Yeah. Because it looked like they were just polished. Yeah, if it was like a wanderer, like if it was like a, like a. Even if he was like visiting Australia and like walking around the city for like the day. Right. But yeah, it, it they said it looks like they were polished like days before this happened, like just a couple hmm. days. It would, it would definitely show something weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was also no like. Like no vomit or like it didn't look like he had any convulsions or anything like that. Like a poisoning or like a death related to that into poison. Yeah. So that would be another reason for him to be like dumped there. Right. Because it was also brought up by Cedric Hicks. He's a professor of physiology and pharmacology at university, or was a professor. I don't know if he still is. It was a long time ago. So Probably not then. Um, but he was a professor at University of Adelaide. Have you ever seen Over the Garden Wall? Adelaide. Every time you Adelaide. keep on saying Adelaide, I just keep on saying on, that in my head. Adelaide, Adelaide Parade. Yeah. To Adelaide. Every time to I read Adelaide. it, it's just like... Every time I hear the name Adelaide, that's all I think in of. My brain. That's all I think of. Every time you keep on saying Adelaide, I just... To Adelaide. Adelaide. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Adelaide. It absolutely is. A D E L A I D. Were those all letters? I think so. (laughs) 
I don't trust myself anymore. (laughs) Imagine me in a spelling bee. Oh, God. Can you spell key? Key E-Y? I'm pretty positive that all those letters that you said were real. Okay, yeah. So, Adelaide. Um, Yeah, so this uh, professor testified that variants of the drug were extremely toxic, and he grouped them into, like, drug one and drug two or number one, number two type sure. thing. Just to, I think, simplify it for people that didn't, wouldn't be able to keep up with certain drug names. Because if you just say drug one or drug two or number one, number two, it's a lot easier for it's your It's a lot easier than phenobarbital or something like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like... And he said because it was extremely toxic, especially like by mouth or something. Sure. It would be very difficult, if not impossible, to identify even if you knew that you were looking for it. Yeah. So like that's pretty crazy. It so that's why, especially like this is like another big thing about technology. There's a lot of poisons out there that like unless you're absolutely looking for it, you're gonna fucking miss it. Yeah, and like even if you know you're looking for it, it can be extremely hard difficult. just to see. Like yeah, yeah. There's a lot out there like that. Okay, so now we have the connection of Rubiat of Omar Khayyam. Sounds right. R-U-B-A-I-Y-A-T. Rubiat? Rubai? You can look it up if you want to. It's fine. I already sound stupid on this episode, so. (laughs) It's a late, it's a late (laughs) night up, everybody. It's a late night up. We both worked hard today. I mean, yeah. We worked hard. There was a snowstorm here. My day was just so packed. It was insane. There was a snowstorm, so our roads were bad here. Yeah. But we don't need the pity party. No. I'll take it, though. I'll take the pity. It's fine. (laughs) So, yeah. So, connection to this book, and because it is such a difficult name for me to say, I just say book instead. The Omar. Yeah, so, of Omar, I guess I can say. So, around the same time of the inquest happening, a tiny piece of paper that was rolled up with the words Tamam Shud, Mm -hmm. or Shud, Tamam Shud. I think it's Shud. Shud? I think it's Shud. For some reason, For me hearing this a lot, I'm almost positive it's Shud. Okay, so, it was rolled up with the words Tamam Shud, um, and it was found in a fob pocket sewn within the dead man's trouser pocket. And so what Tamam Shud means is and they had like multiple people like work on like right figuring out like what it means or what it's close to meaning. Right. And it, they came up with two words. Okay. It means ended or finished. Okay. And it was found on the last page of this book the that Omar I book. can't pronounce. The Omar book? Yes. And they, uh, you know, like, they, like, looked at this piece of paper, realized it was from this book. Right. And certain, like, versions of this book uh, had a blank, like, a blank side on the other side. Okay. And they realized it was blank, so they knew, like, it was it certain was a specific type. I love that. And then they ended up finding this book. I love that. And that it was, like, torn out of, and, like, 
they uh the man that had the book didn't think it was connected to the case until he read an article about it the day before going to like the police station like with this book sure because it was found in an his unlocked car in the back seat it was yeah can you fucking imagine how unsettling that would be like just imagine finding a book not thinking much of it reading this article being like that's in my car right I'm now. I'm not fully even talking about that. I'm just talking about going back to your car and just seeing a book on the back seat that you did not leave there. <laughs> I mean, that's also unsettling. But I would like, call the cops and burn my car. <laughs> I would just be like, cool, a book, honestly, probably. I, oh my God, no. I would like... <laughs> well, especially back in like the 1940s. I would be like, what? Like, I And I would not get it back in my it. car. I would make someone come pick me up. Um... So then I have a little bit more about this book. Uh, The theme of the book is to live life to the fullest and have no regrets when it ends. I love that. So they were thinking that he might have committed suicide for a little bit. Especially with the theme of that book. That's why they were like, oh, maybe this man committed suicide. Just wanted to be on the beach when he went. But nothing else about this man showed it put off a suicidal right. intentions or anything like that plus this rolled up piece of paper was sewn into his pocket it's definitely not how things are normally done i don't sew paper into my pants yeah so it feels more of like a note left yes kind of like how the zodiac killer yeah left things yeah which I'm going to cover him eventually. Eventually. If, unless you don't. Because I almost did him for I this do episode. Lo- I do enjoy a good Zodiac story. Or we assume him or whatever. Absolutely it is. Come on. Um. So then how they figured out it was officially like the book, like same with the page. It's because there was microscopic tests done on the piece of paper and it was indeed that book that was in the car. That's nuts. Yeah. So it was 100% same book. That's so weird. Isn't that wild? And the man denied knowing the deceased. Sure. So no connection at all after investigations there, too. Sure. It wasn't just like, yeah, my buddy Jerry left that in the back of my car. Right. No, yeah, he didn't know where it came from. Right. Um, There was also, like, in the back of the book were faint indentations representing five lines of text in capital letters we know how i've been with letters so let me know yeah line one and these are all capitals okay w-r-g-o-a-b-a-b-d shit line two it's also crossed out only line two is crossed out huh well i guess Line four is just a letter that's crossed out, but this is an entire line of letters crossed out. It's M-L-I-A-O-I. Line three, W-T-B-I-M-P-A-N-E-T-P. Line four is just an X crossed out. Five is M L I A B O A I A Q C. And one, two, three, four, five, six. Line six, I lost count. 
<laughs> trying so hard to focus on these damn letters. <laughs> Line six says, I-T-T-M-T-S-A-M-S-T-G-A-B. The fuck? Yeah. So then there's attempts to decode this. Is that like a like a WWJD, what would Jesus do type of thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, they were really unsure because like, it, I think that it was like written on another piece of paper or something because it said light indentations. Which would show like I wrote it on something else and like yeah. the, so I think the they did, residue like, the, of the next page well, under you it. You can do like that thing where you yeah. like take a pencil really lightly and then it shows up. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So like... I mean, like, I, was, I knew how to do that in, like, third grade Same. or whatever. Probably younger. I don't know. No, I, I totally... Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was attempts to decode this. Sure. Code experts were called in to decipher the lines. Unsuccessful. Son of a bitch. And then people that weren't experts, still unsuccessful, but they tried to. Sure. Um, then we fast forward to 2004. Like, this case has been worked out on for, like, a long, long, Over long 50 years time. at that point. Like, at t- yeah. 2004, that's over 50 years. I'm glad you can do math this late at night, because sure as shit, I can't. Well, it was before 1950. Yeah. That, that, yeah. And then 2000. Yeah, that makes sense. And then later than 2000. Very simple math. Go, Ashley. 10 Thank out of 10. You. Um, so in 2004, a retired detective suggested... In an article that the final line of the code could stand for, quote... What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? End quote. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, it's time to move to South Australia, Mosley Street. Were they on Mosley Street, perhaps? No, this ties into part two now. Shit. And I will get further into (gasps) that... But there is oh. one more thing, because in 2009 to 2011, it was concluded that each letter was most likely the first letter of a word. I could have told you that. Well, yeah, but it could have been, like, you know how, like, like back in the day when I had, like, a secret language or whatever, I... What could this mean? <laughs> what are you about to say? Well, sometimes, like, when I was playing around with my secret languages, I just use the alphabet, but mix up the letters. So, like, an A could be, like, a Q, but, like, I would write it all out, so, like, a Q equals an A every time. And then I would just write like that. So, it could have been something like that, but I think it makes more sense for it just be first letter. Brittany. I was like Brittany. Six. I really like how you just tried to casually mention that you had multiple secret languages I was with you. <laughs> I was working on it. I like how you just very casually tried to be like, you know, my secret languages, as if I've ever heard this story before. Why would I admit this in any other sense or case? You know that people listen to this podcast, right? Yeah, well, they're going to have to. <laughs> live with it I, like how I don't it remember just, them anymore that I was just remember how over, it was like it was honestly probably 20 years ago sure but I just like how it was like you know my secret languages <laughs> <laughs> as if I've ever heard this story before uh, or know what you're talking about you never did that no I was a weird kid 
I just remembered show tunes. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, so um, Mosley Street ties into my part two. Uh, where what a I cliffhanger. Where I talk to about Jessica Thompson and Alf Boxall. What a cliffhanger. So that's where we'll pick up next uh, time. Oh my god. Uh, and I, I Do you remember but the show Between the Lions? That cliffhanger guy? No. Cliffhanger. <laughs> you remember that? No. You watch Between the Lions? No. Between the Lions. Oh. Come on. Come in. Begin. I the think that's the only part I remember. Between the lions, which caves and the colors of a book. It's time to look between the lions. Maybe we should just have a podcast where you like bring up memories and sing about them. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look up cliffhanger. Cause um, there was also that one episode where you were going off about that one music video thing. Because <laughs> I have a video of you Send like jamming. the fuck in the garbage disposal. Yeah, that let's one. Put the fork in the garbage yeah, disposal. Let's just have an episode. That'd be a perfect episode. Just you going off about all these like random snippets of memories you have. Of you know what songs? You know what? Um, I do this about uh every single day to Drake when I like talk about. Uh, like an old Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. And I go on and on about it, and he goes, what are you talking about? (laughs) And I'm like, you know, the boy becomes a mermaid on his 13th birthday. I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) And he's like, what? And I'm like, everybody watched this movie. Everybody watched the 13th. The 13th year. Everybody watched it. I didn't watch that. Come on. Yes, you did. I didn't. Of course you did. I don't remember that. Come on, I can't, I can't. I thought I watched a lot of old Disney movies. Oh, honey, you won't even. Wild. My I've brain, never seen that. My brain is just filled with stuff like that. I love it. It's no wonder I'm so stupid with math. <laughs> it's just full of old movies and clips and PBS shows. I'm here for it. But yeah, we're I'm leaving so you on a... Cliffhanger. Or and that's why he's called Cliffhanger. There you go. So yeah. Can't hold on. You got a week, babe. Longer. Week and then we're good. You'll be okay. But yeah, I figured because we're already around 40 minutes. I think this is part, a great place to. I didn't want my. I love a good cliffhanger. Over an hour long and it would have been. I love a good cliffhanger. So yeah. You'll have to find out more about this mysterious death next week. Will we find out what Mosley Street is? Will this book ever be discovered? Will we know what happened? Shut up. I'm having a moment. Will we ever know what happened? Find out next week on Greetings from Insanity. It's late. Please keep that in. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Bitch, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> oh my god. That was my favorite part of tonight. <laughs> oh my fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
<sighs> all right so um thank you so much we have an instagram and i've been trying to post more stuff on that i'm proud of you thank you very much i should get it on my phone you know so what? i can just start posting stuff we on really it. don't have that many photos together should we change that? We should. We have about three, and I've posted two of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me, like, squeak. The other one is a close-up of us drunk on a floor, so. <laughs> I just have a lot of pictures of you. And I have photos of you, like, but we, we don't just, have like, some to <laughs> Badly photoshop them together. (laughs) Um, Watch out for next week. So sorry. That's okay. What's our Instagram? Our Instagram is um, at greetings from insanity. Our Gmail? Uh, Greetings from insanity at gmail.com. Our website? Don't have one yet. TBD. Our Facebook? TBD. Our Twitter, though, is at from insanity pod. There we go. Are we active on Twitter? I try. Okay. I don't get on Twitter myself. I try to be. Um, but I try to retweet our things when. I say I, I try. Because I get on Twitter I'm not good once at Twitter. every like two weeks. Yeah, I'm not good at Twitter. Our, we all, a TikTok is also TBD. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out like how to make a podcast TikTok-y, I guess. Yeah. We're trying to figure out like what we want it to look like. Yeah. Because there's certain ways like podcasts can handle video footage yeah yeah so we're trying to figure out what we would want a tiktok for us to look like but you know tbd on a lot of things but they're Uh, coming their ideas they're coming they're slightly being worked on it's okay it's slow but sure we'll get there Um, this is only episode 12 what do you expect from us come on i'm not perfect but yeah um also please thank you guys for listening Please, please, please continue to share with people. Please like us if you do. Follow us if you would like to keep up with us. If you have a bad review, give us five stars for it Mm -hmm. and I'll read it live. Not live. I keep saying live on the podcast. It's live for us. It's live for me. And that's what matters. I might, you might be able to get me to cry. You can just talk about sleepy Brittany trying to say the letter K. I almost said key. <laughs> Why is my brain like this? Why do you see that letter and immediately think it's something else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why do you keep on seeing a letter and being like, that's a word? That's just a full blown word. I just need to get my brain checked. Maybe I have a tumor. I don't think so. Um Oh, what else? Is Send us it? emails. Oh, yes. Um so like we did a mini up. We did, and we would love to do more. We would love to do mini-ups about any stories you guys have, whether it's paranormal, true crime. I love a good listener episode. Your grandma's paranormal. Your grandma's true crime. If you're, like, if you have family that's, like, in the mafia or was or something, let us know about it. That's dope. Um, but yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you guys sharing us so, so, so much. Absolutely. And continue on for next week for part two. Part two of Unsolved. And And a new story from me. Yeah. And it will still be unsolved. It will still be unsolved. Yeah. Unless. Unless I just want to, like, 
recap a movie that I saw once. I'm down for anything. I won't be doing that. (laughs) I would laugh so hard if you told me, like, if you did, like, that one thing that you do where you, like, tell me the story and then tell me what it is at the end. Yeah. And it was, like, a Sherlock Holmes movie. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, Sorry that we were a little sleepier this week. Yeah. It's very late at night. We, um, it was a very, very, very full week. It's been a busy day and week in life. And to be able to give Ashley and her sweet, sweet partner a little time on this, we had to do it tonight. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be, like, a day for them to do it before, like, the pod came out. And I would cry. I would cry too. So yeah, thanks for dealing with me. <clears throat> I love the letter key. <laughs> I don't know what key is. <laughs> anyway, so good night. Love you guys. And thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you it's so been much. Lovely. All right. Let's get some answers. Yeah. See you next week.